Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I am your host, J215 Forever. Follow your boy on Instagram. And on my Instagram page, you can find the page that you are listening to right now, the Know Your Role Player Podcast page. That's K N O W. Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R underscore podcast, all right? This podcast is sponsored by Anchor, all right? So the best way that you can listen to this podcast is whatever app that you have on your phone. So the best thing to do, you download the Anchor app, and whatever you have, whether you got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google Music, Stitcher, Radio Public, it'll direct you, direct you right to that app, and you can listen to the podcast. Alright guys, we are back, man. Welcome to the 2020-2021 NBA season. Now, we got a lot to get to, but today we're going to keep it on current news. Alright? I want to give you our schedule for this week. So today is Tuesday. I'm going to keep this a current topic on Tuesday. We're going to come back on Thursday. And we're going to drop the Eastern Conference Preview. And then Friday, Saturday, we're going to drop the Western Conference preview. All right? So then Monday, we'll have the uh, preseason awards. We'll have the over-under totals. And we'll have uh, our draft review, okay? So we got a lot of get to uh, a lot of stuff to get to. I know it's been a while since you heard the podcast, but we are officially back. And once we start, y'all know the rules. The train don't stop. Now, with that being said... Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. I still can't pronounce this guy's last name, which is kind of sad. Um, the Greek freak Giannis. I used to pronounce her Pumbo. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, the Greek freak Giannis has signed a five-year, $228 million Supermax contract extension. So first things first. Congrats to Giannis, man. All right. Anytime you secure the bag, that's what's most important. Um, you know, we all doing this for a reason. But hey, my man, he took care of the bag. Now, this is very surprising to me. He had until I think December twenty first to sign his extension. And I thought it made more sense to me if he would just um wait until free agency in the summertime. You know, that same contract is still there. Uh but I guess he was happy with the offseason moves. Um, you know, with the acquisition of Drew Holiday, getting rid of Eric Bledsoe, uh, signing DJ Augustine. I guess he's I guess he's happy, man. My, my only thing is, you know, I, I would have, even in this contract, there's, not, there's an option in year five. But I would have had like a, maybe an early terminate option, maybe after year three. Um, I just think at this point, all players should have it out. Just in case it doesn't work out there, you know. But, um, hey, this is a big win for small markets. It's a big win for the Milwaukee Bucks organization. And uh, congrats to them. Now, what does this mean for the scope of the NBA big picture? Okay, so there's about, well, I think there's about 10. T- well, who 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 didn't want uh, Giannis, right? Like, what team in the NBA did not want Giannis? But I think there's about five teams that legitimately were trying to set up their team uh, to make to be able to get him. So that was probably Miami. I'm going to still say the Lakers, right? I think the Lakers, were, to me, were the dark horse team to get him. Um, they had the cap space 
you know, he's on a uh, championship contending team already. Uh, he can build with another player in Anthony Davis while still playing with a great player like LeBron. Um, but unfortunately, obviously, that's not working out. Also, Dallas. I thought Dallas was a sneaky team he was going to, um, you know, to play with Luka. Uh, but again, that's not in Miami. So what does this do? Well, this does two things. One, this makes the James Harden um, stock go up, which we're going to get to in a minute. But, um, you know, it's just it's a reshuffling for all the NBA free agents because I think a lot of people were expecting him to go to free agency. You know, when he um when he initially didn't sign after all those uh, free agent moves, I was kind of worried. And plus the Bogdan Bogdanovich deal. Listen, not that he's the world's greatest player, but when it kind of fell through to get an opportunity to get a player that can make your team that much better, and they did not make it happen, I don't know, man. I was worried about it. But again, hey, they did what they needed to do, man. So you got you to gotta give it off to them. Um... You know, uh, people, ESPN had did a top 10 rankings recently, and people were kind of like, well, where do you put Giannis? Listen, my man averaged 31, 15, and like six assists, all right? He's worth all the money, 25 years old, defensive player of the year. I mean, you can't ask for much more, man. Great person off the court. Um, And it's kind of funny because, you know, Giannis, uh, and let's just, Let's just keep giving Giannis a little bit of love for a minute. Um, remember, the number 15 overall pick in the 2013 draft, he played in a uh, a Greece league that was like the second best league in Greece. So, you know, people liked him out of college. Not out of college. People liked him uh, coming up early in his days, but they couldn't evaluate his talent properly because, uh, yo, this dude's dominating, but, like, he's playing, like, 16- and 17-year-old people. Like, they they couldn't tell... If he's just that good or the competition's around him that bad, man. And um, he's gotten better every year, you know. Um, the first player in the NBA to average 29-13 and 5 since Will Chamberlain. Uh, you know, they've been to the Eastern. Well, they lost in the second round the last two years. But now, to me, it's important. Now the pressure goes back on the Bucks to complete this team. And... uh Either through the regular season, make it a more cohesive unit so that they can, you know, feature other guys. Because honestly, the the problem with the Bucks is one thing, right? It's not their talent and it's not their team. They got a fine team, they got plenty of good role players. The problem with the Bucks is it's kind of it's Giannis, I'm gonna go to the hole, uh, dribble, 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 and get all the way to the rim and try to, you know, score. That gets shut down in the playoffs. So, you know, it's really big on Mike Budenhoser to have an offense that's going to be sustainable in the playoffs. And we'll see what happens, all right? So, with that being said, let's go to our next topic. All right. <clears throat> James Harden. Now, before this Giannis breaking news, uh, James Harden was the talk of the town. So, recently, the uh, Houston Rockets have acquired John Wall, and James Harden is not impressed. He had told people recently uh, he's unbothered and unmoved by the uh, signs of Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. You know, even though, to me personally, I think they are the sleeper team in the West. You get those two guys with a healthy Christian Woods and P.J. Tucker coming back and they got Jill Green back and Daniel House came back and Eric Gordon. I like that team. Now, here's the million-dollar question. Should the Sixers trade... Um, basically, Ben Simmons for James Harden. 
okay, who's the better player? Obviously, it's James Harden. This guy's in the MVP race every year. But, guys, if, if he was the missing piece, right, and if it just came down to if we trade for this guy, we're going to the finals, we can possibly win a chip. That's not the case. To me, first of all, they would have to wind up trying to get P.J. Tucker into that deal, too, because when you lose a guy like Ben Simmons, your defense is going way back, all right? Um, what would I be excited if we if we got uh, James Harden? Now, listen, Mark Stein has continually uh, uh, of the New York Times have continually reported that the Sixers are the favorite to get uh, James Harden, uh, Wojnarowski, and Shams. These are the most credible people in the NBA. But my thing is, it doesn't make sense. Now, it only doesn't make sense because, like, I don't know if we got him. Then what? Like, honestly, what's our ceiling? Eastern Conference Finals. We're not beating the Lakers with just him and uh, MB. We have to have multiple other moves, sign guys. Um, he has two years left on his deal for this season and next season, plus a player option. So, one, he would have to agree to a player option. Now, if you ask me personally, I would say no. We got Ben Simmons for five years. We got MB for three years. And um, we got, you know, we're going to have some more cap space. Every other year with a lot of players coming off the books. I would not do it, all right? And I know that it's shocking to a lot of Sixers fans, but I just... The thing about Harden is, it's not the skill. It's the intangibles, man. He's had so many moments in his career where it's... um, Well, he's had the chance to beat a man, go to the finals, and have these big moments, and he always comes up short. And he chokes a lot, too, if you want me to be honest with you, right? And, you know, listen, there's no fans right now in the NBA, but... That stuff would not go over well in Philly, man. Um, listen, obviously he's a phenomenal scorer, but you got to understand something. The Houston Rockets basically have catered to his needs. Every time that something doesn't work out with a superstar, they trade him to make Harden happy. Doesn't work out with Dwight Howard? Hey, Dwight Howard can go. Doesn't work out with uh, Chris Paul? Hey, Chris Paul can go. Doesn't work out with Westbrook? Hey, Westbrook can go. Now, I'm not mad at these moves. Because you're trying to give yourself a different opportunity to win, and you're still getting in great talent. But at the same time, you gotta look at him. It's like, yo, this whole offense is catered to you. And whatever he does get traded to, he's gonna have to adjust his game. You know, this dribble, 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 step back, hit him with a jump shot. I'm not, you can't run it in any other city. You definitely not running it in Philadelphia. So, um,. I'm kind of hoping we got our fingers crossed that we don't trade for James Harden, but I'm really nervous that around the uh, um, all, um, NBA trade deadline that we might we might trade for. I wouldn't. I would. I would give it one season. If, if we go after this season and Simmons doesn't improve at all, and our record doesn't improve, and we're not a better overall team, fine, let's do it. You know. But I just I just have to believe that Simmons is going to get better. Yo, this guy can legitimately win Defensive Player of the Year. All right, I know everybody's not, you know, they care about numbers and any jump shot, but he really is getting better, man. If he can improve his free throw shooting, and let's say average 21 points a game this season, yo, I got to just bet on him to improve, man. All right, um, with that being said, I think that the best place that Harden can go to win a championship is Miami. Um, if you remember last year in the finals, uh, with Jimmy Butler's great play with Gordon Dragic, the Heat, were literally competing right with them, and they were miss. Um, Bam was hurt, and um, they were missing um, the you know their best player, 
and Gordon Dragic. So you can get... Now, obviously, if you ask the Heat, what would, what would a trade package be for Harden? It would have to start with Tyler Hero, uh, maybe Duncan Robinson, and um, some first-round picks. Maybe you can get a third team in there. Um, but that's the thing. Like, I would... I know Houston's going to have the leverage now that Giannis is traded, but I would still, if I'm the Sixers, I'm not going to trade Harden and three first-round picks and young prospects. No way, dude. No. I'm going to call you bluff. Um, so, yeah, but also going back to the Miami thing, I think if you give me James Harden, even though he doesn't fit their quote-unquote culture, he'd be a perfect fit. I, I think if you get James Harden... Jimmy Butler and Bam with Gordon Dragic. Hey yo. That's nasty. That's that's a team right there. Alright? That's a team that you can just fill in some role players and they, they they I would be I would pick them the favorite to uh, actually beat um I would actually pick them the favorite to beat the Lakers if they got that team. But we'll see what happens. You know, uh Miami is always aggressive trying to pursue a championship. I do not think their team is currently rostered could Go back to the finals. I don't think they will go back to the finals. That's not for the day, though. Um, and beat them, all right? Now, next topic, all right? Paul George. Hey, listen, the NBA is giving out extensions. Um, I'm not mad at it. Like I said, well, again, uh, wrapping up the Giannis thing. Congrats to Giannis. You know, he, was, uh, he wasn't even a U.S. citizen now. I'm thinking 18. You know, the guy grew up really poor and really humble, humble beginnings. And um, listen... To sign a five-year, uh, $228 million uh, contract extension, that's amazing. All right? Now, to Paul George. Paul George signs a five years. Well, okay, so it, it's um, clause in his contract. So let's go with four-year Five years, $190 million, but it can go up to 226 All right? So, okay, four years, excuse me. Four years, $190 million, and $35 million next season. Now, after the playoffs that he just had, ask yourself, does he deserve his contract? Now, I'm going to say no way, but you have to remember that the Clippers invested so much in him. All right, they traded like seven draft picks for this guy. All right, so they... Steve Ballmer is all in, all right? Now, the bigger question is, and the funnier question is, what is Kawhi going to do? Remember, he will be a free agent this upcoming summer. Um, and I'm not sure where, where they go from here. Uh, they made a lot of moves in the offseason. We'll talk about that later. But I just don't... Basically, I think they had a toxic environment. I think they had... After the year when he uh competing against Golden State and had a bunch of good role players... And a good, solid team. They added the two stars. And you're like, all right, we get these two stars with some of the best role players in the league, one of the best teams in the league. But what happened is guys just started to feel themselves too much. Uh, defensively, they started falling apart. And offensively, it just wasn't as good as we thought they were going to be. You know? Everybody wanted the uh, Lakers to play the Clippers in the finals. But the Clippers, I still can't believe to this day, they fell apart and got lost in seven games to uh, Denver. So... Again, if going back to Paul George, I, I ask myself, okay, what, what's your other options, all right? Now, I, I wouldn't do it, but I get why they do do it. I don't think it's a crazy idea. You know, they already invested in him when they traded for him with all those draft picks. So this is just like to confirm the investment. But um, 
Hey, man, it's day money. It's not mine, all right? Uh, also, I want to talk about two more topics before I get you out of here. Now, we talked earlier about uh, James Harden and, and getting traded, but I want to talk about his two newest teammates. So, the Houston Rockets played the Chicago Bulls two times in a row. And, um, you know, two guys coming back from injury, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. I got to be 100% honest with you. John Wall looks fantastic. Now, this is also encouraging on multiple levels. So a lot of people have been saying that, you know, this Achilles injury, you can't beat it, you can't come back for it. But, yo, he legitimately looks quick, fast. I got to go back and look at his old tape, but he don't look like he don't look like he's slowed down or he's lost a step. Now, mind you, he's had a lot of time off. All right, and Hart and um, Durant. We'll talk about Durant in a second. But uh, he's had a lot of time off, and um, he just looks good. So yeah, he's averaging about eighteen points. But when he played the uh, Bulls, I saw all the stuff I loved again. You know, the ability to get to the paint, finish quickly, the improving jump shot, hitting mid rangers and three pointers. One of the best players in the league is setting up other players to get three point shots. And uh, Demarcus Cousins, listen, I'm gonna say one thing. Wow. Um, he lost a ton of weight. If I had to guess, he's probably about 250 pounds right now. And I think for most of his playing career, he's probably around 300 to 275. He lost a ton of weight. Um, he's definitely improved. He could always shoot, but man, he, he is shooting that thing. So they were really going at it with a pick and pop. And again, I'm going to be in the minority in here, but I love the Houston Rockets team. Now, listen, it's a big if for these guys staying healthy and playing this many minutes. All right. They just came off major injuries. They have not played extended minutes in a long time. So it's going to take time. But if the Rockets can somehow convince James Harden to stay this season, I love this Rockets team. Yo, and this and Christian Wood didn't even play yet. Now listen, I'm not as big on Christian Wood as everybody else is. I don't think he's this all-star waiting to happen. But I do think he's an extremely mobile player, nice jump shot. And in this system, he'll be fine. You know, so uh, it'll be interesting. The Rockets actually play today. So it'll be interesting to watch the Rockets play um, today. Now, y'all know today is Tuesday, right? Okay, so what happens on Tuesday? The Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers play tonight. I am super excited. All right? Hold on, y'all. So the Sixers play at 7.30. They play the... uh, they played the uh, Celtics. They're favored by three. Okay, I don't care about the final score because, you know, most of our starters will play, um, I think, about 20, 20 minutes a game, I think. But this is the thing. When I watch the Sixers game tonight, I want to see the Embiid, Simmons, pick and roll. That's one. I want to see two. I want to see our shooters get open from Ben going to the play. And three, I wanted to see how aggressive the Simmons are going to be. Um, if you ask me what's going to happen to this game, I think Embiid is going to be uh, pretty good. He always plays well against the Celtics. So, they don't really do nothing to me for me for him, though. Um, it's really on Simmons. Um, you know, the Tyrese Maxey guy, I'm not the hugest fan of, but I do think he has a lot of upside. But we'll see about that. But um, I'm super excited for the Sixers game. That's at 7.30. Spurs, Rockets, again, James Harden plays tonight. So, listen. Again, I know he wants to get traded, but if he just says, yo, I'm going to give it one season, we're going to try to make this work, I truly believe, I'm not just saying this, y'all, 
I truly believe this thing can be special, all right? Last but not least, the Brooklyn Nets. All right, so Kyrie and Kevin Durant played the other night um, against the Washington Wizards. And again, looking good, man. Um, You know, Kyrie was coming into the league was one of my favorite players in the league. But I just feel like if he has people around him, which he does, somebody has to have an honest conversation with him about reality, right? One... You know, he's really big into growing. All right. I don't I don't think he's weird. I just think he's a little just a little different. But, you know, I try to take the words he says, but they got to mean more. So he says, you know, I want to grow as a human. I think that's great. But, you know, part of growing as a human and growing as a player, these things can be too. These things can be the same thing. So I also believe that he should be a better leader and he has to be more mindful of what he says. He knows that his words sometimes do get misconstrued. But also, he just says some left-field stuff, man. You know, between the leadership and the lack of accountability, you start looking at this guy with the side eye like, yo, you might not be everything you uh, came to be. And as far as on the court, man, yo, he got busy, busy, all right? Um, as he should. He's always been a great player when healthy. Um, 17 minutes, 7 for 9 from the uh, field goal. Two out of three from the three-point line. One rebound, four assists, 18 points. Durant, five of 12. Um, I thought Durant looked decent. I I, I want to see Durant defensively against him. That's what he said, too, against some better players. Uh, I thought he actually got pushed around a little bit, but that don't really mean nothing. He's not the biggest guy. But I thought Kyrie looked absolutely amazing. Um, it was also interesting with the Nets, too. They started Dinwiddie, and he actually went into a facilitator role really smoothly. And, um, you know, Coach Steve Nash said he wanted to have Karis LeVert be the sixth man off the bench. My thing is, if you have him as a six-man off the bench, you have to actually feature him and run the offense through him. So, it'll be interesting, man. They they got the talent. To me, uh, Brooklyn has the talent to, to come out the East, all right? But uh, they, they got to put it together. Um, one more thing, and we are going to get you out of here. Okay, so again, I want to run through the schedule for the podcast the rest of the week. Okay, so today is Tuesday, y'all. Thursday, we're going to come back, and I'm going to do the Eastern Conference preview. I'm going to go over every Eastern Conference team. It's going to be kind of a long podcast. It might be like an hour and a half. But um, we're going to go through every Eastern Conference team. We're going to talk about their off-season moves and over-under totals. And um, we'll do it from there. And then, what, Saturday, we'll do Western Conference team over-under totals. Monday, was the, I'll try to do the Hot Take podcast um, where we do go over every award. Uh, for the upcoming NBA season, we do our preseason picks. We do our final draft review, and look, the, the season starts next Wednesday. Yeah, I think this time next week, uh, next Wednesday. So that that'll be it. So listen, guys, I'm extremely excited. Um, the NBA is back. I don't think I'm missing anything. I think I go to, went over everything. We went over James Harden, Kevin Durant. Um, I want to talk about the rookies again. So uh, I think the next podcast we're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna break. Make, I'm gonna make sure with the Eastern Conference. I'm gonna first talk about my favorite rookies from the uh, draft. All right, all right, guys. This is the Know Your Role Player podcast. All right, we are back on Thursday, but I appreciate y'all for being patient with me. And again, once this train gets started, it does not stop. All right. 
Again, the best way you can listen to this, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many, many more. Just search K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R, all right? You hashtag that, you're going to find it. You search that, you're going to find it. I appreciate all the love and support. Peace!